more money, you got less problems. At least mine, the ones all your basics accounted for. Team Elite, I run with them, guaranteed to be Final Four. Less money, you got more problems. More money, you got less problems. At least. All right. Good evening, back bringing Albany communities knowledge. Uh, tonight, I uh, I have Nigel Jennings with me, uh, uh, my brother, uh, uh, my friend. I call him Nigerian Nye. Me and this guy have so many stories together that I'm not sure where tonight's interview is gonna go. So, uh, first and foremost, Albany community, uh, welcome Nigel uh, uh, to back. Nigel, thank you for agreeing to be on with us tonight. And I couldn't wait to tell your story. What's up, bro? What's going on, big bro? I appreciate you having me on. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, man, it was just like, uh, one, you know, I know your story. Uh, and I think right. that you are a tremendous success story. And I couldn't wait to, uh, to tell your story um, and share with the Albany community because to see where you were, the transition, the grind to get to where you are and where you're going, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's an honor to know you, bro. So I look forward to diving in, uh, diving into tonight's conversation with you. Absolutely, man. I feel the same way. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. man, I got my first, uh, unofficial question for you. Actually, before I start, uh, you uh, know, uh, uh, I do got to give a shout out to, uh, to my man, Just down in, uh, a fresh and fly clothing. Thank you as always for the New York tough gear. I had to bring out that fitted cap to let you know that we all New York on, uh, during this interview. Right. So shout right, out right, to right. my man just for that. Okay. Well, listen, man, my first right. uh, unofficial question for you, Nye, is, uh, you know, we've been quarantining now since March. Uh, so that's got to be nine, ten months by now. And, you know, right. how have you maintained uh, do the, uh, through the quarantine? How has it uh, how has it affected you or your family? Uh, I mean, quarantine has been really difficult because, I'm uh, down in Florida, and most of my family is in New York. I got a lot of family out of the country. So usually I spend a lot of time uh, down in Florida by myself anyway because a lot of my family ain't down here. But, you know, not being able to move around, especially not being able to fly because I'm always trying to fly and catch up with family. And, you know, airlines were shut down at the point where you couldn't fly. So that really affected me. You couldn't really go out. You couldn't really hang out with friends. So my social life was just uh, working home. So that definitely, you know, I'm sure like the rest of the country, everybody was impacted, but it, I mean, it really put a halt to how much I was doing, working out and just, you know, that constant um, keeping your mind busy aspect, just working home was, was a big, it was a big uh, altercation for me because I like to be mm. out and about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I know I, I would sit there and check in with you sometimes and look at those numbers. I'm like, yo, bro, those numbers in Florida is crazy. So yeah, um, yeah Florida uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Florida crazy, man. So, you know, people down here, uh, for one, I think Florida just where I'm at, some folks don't really take it as serious as other places yeah. I feel. And um, yeah. uh, that's just because you know the rhetoric. This is a big. Where I'm yeah. at is a big Trump, Trump, Trump uh, base, and, and yeah. you know you get you get a lot of lot of lot of lot of, lot of folks. They they might wear masks. Some might not wear masks. And I work in the hospitality industry, so you know you get a lot of that. But um, 
it's, you know, obviously it's crazy. Everyone take it their own way. Some take it like it's real. Some take it as not real. If they don't feel like they've been affected, I have people personally affected, you know, they feel like maybe it's just like a, a hoax, but yeah. you know, yeah. it's another story. Okay. Yeah. By now we all got to know that ain't no hoax to it right now. Right. It's just like we see those numbers just jump up across the country. So long story short, bro, one, uh, I'm happy that uh, uh, you have survived. You are surviving through this pandemic. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm thankful that uh, uh, it didn't uh, uh, devastate uh, you and your family as much as it has. Um, and I know you got affected by it directly. You right, know, right, right, right. Yeah, but, you know, I, right. I, I'm glad you are. As my T-shirt would say, New York tough. Right. And, and right. you've been I, able to withstand it. I appreciate that, man. I'm it's a crazy year for everybody. It's been yeah. a major, major adjustment. Really, you know, I hear everyone saying this was the time for you to really think about how you want to mm -hmm. go ahead and uh, focus on how you want to execute with next year. This mm -hmm. is the I, I felt like quarantine was the best time to figure out what's important and what's not important. <laughs> mm -hmm. Real talk. Yeah. Real yeah. talk, man. I tell everybody, uh, I say, listen, my pastor said the best. It was like, if you come out of this the same way you went in it, you've been doing it all wrong. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, man, I, I know I got a funny feeling we, uh, 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 we might be here for a while, so I don't want to hold you up. Uh, right. uh, 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 I want to make sure I get to these questions so that I can figure right. out uh, right. uh, how to tell your story uh, uh, through this back interview. So my first official question for you for tonight is, uh, uh, Nigel. Uh, what are you doing now? What kind of work do you do? What kind of passion projects are you working on? Here's your opportunity to tell the Albany community about you. Okay, so let's first give, I'll give you a little background where I uh, originally started at. So uh, I kind of found myself in the hospitality field just uh, when um, I was in Albany. Um, my first job working in the hotels uh, was when I was going to the university at Albany. And I was actually um, uh, working part-time at the uh, Crown Plaza. They changed over to the Hilton right over on State Street. But um, downtown, downtown Albany, if you're not familiar. So I, I, I kind of stumbled upon that. And then uh, after I graduated from uh, University at Albany, I got my uh, degree in business, administ business administration minor in Africana Studies. And, you know, it's just everything was working out for me in the hospitality field. So I worked my way up. You know, now I'm currently working as guest experience manager at the Holiday Inn, which uh, I'm continuing working myself, working my, working myself up to uh, leadership roles, higher leadership roles, which has been a great, great learning experience for me. Great, great assets of my friends and family. I'll be able to travel, get discounts for rooms and rate, which I hate when they call me all the time asking me for discounts, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> it's a love hate situation. But um, that's what I'm currently doing now, and just keeping my mind going, working out. Uh, always trying to keep the fire alive with going to the next level. What's the next okay. best thing you can do to improve on yourself? Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I know, I know I mentioned it to you off camera uh, earlier today and I'm just like, yo, you know what I mean? I still been fascinated with that story, bro. It's just like, yo, you know what? Nah, nah, you know what? Uh, I'm going to counter. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yo, so right. to, uh, 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 countering in an aspect of leveling up for your job, you know, I'm right. so proud of you, bro, because one, you know what I mean, to be in the leadership role uh, where you are from where you started, uh, I know you got the tools uh, and the experience, and then you uh, you never cease to amaze me. 
So, right. you know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, uh, like I said, man, I, I look forward to telling your story through, uh, through tonight's interview. So. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. And just uh, off, off, just another thing to go ahead and say off that is like the relationship that we, uh, we have is, mm. has always been, you know, a lot of the key traits that, you know, you see in me is a lot of things I took from you, you too, mm. you know, because when I was young, I was watching how you move. And I said, mm. I, I like that, how big bro move. I'm mm. going to do that. I'm going to move like that. So, you know, mm. it come from each one, teach one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, we, we probably see a, did a better job of the introduction. You know, uh, I first met Nigel while Nigel was still in high school. Uh, one of the guys who used to run model with me, Malcolm Thorpe, uh, had brought him to model. And it was too funny because Nigel used to do this split thing. You know, he used to split a uh, split time between the model program uh, 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 and another youth program there in Albany. But uh, uh, when I met him, it was just like, yo, you know, we had so many different similarities and, you know, our, our life and our path has intertwined in so many different ways uh, since then, uh, you know, uh, so, uh, so I, I, we probably should have did a better job of understanding uh, that connection, but it doesn't really matter, you know. So Nigel, uh, uh, one of the first graduates or second graduating class uh, uh, for model as well, and to see him go on and do big and great things out here in this world, man, you couldn't ask for it any better. Uh, and you know, uh, we got similar paths, even, even when it comes to experiences with right. schools. So, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Oh, man. Well, let me see. This is my favorite question that I interview everybody with, Nye, uh, because one, it gets, uh, it allows me to understand you, uh, in a, a more introspective way than maybe I, I, I have in, uh, gathered over the years, but, uh, right. what's your favorite place to visit in Albany and why? Man, every time I'm in Albany, it's the first thing I'm going to do if I come back to the city, I'm going right back to Kansas, man. That's one of my favorite spots to go, man. That's that's the spot we always used to uh, go to when we was on the boulevard. You're going to stop at Kansas. You're going to get your fish fry. You're going to get your 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 your, uh, your your fries with that and all that. And, and that's what we had. And, you know, that, that always makes me feel good when I'm back in the town. And um, I go there and I connect with, you know, bump into some 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 guys I know. You're always gonna bump into the guys there because mm -hmm. that's still that's still one of the spots, man. Even though Kenneth had passed away, but you know his love, legacy still lived on in there. So I, I always like first thing I do, we stopping at Kenneth. We just going. That's a traditional thing we gotta do. We are gonna grab some food. We are gonna kick it, and we off from there. Okay. 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 Okay, Kenneth. Yeah, and that's a Jamaican restaurant. If y'all don't know, man, it's one that's that's my spot. Okay, okay. Well, let me see, man. We talking to the Albany community, so you know they know. So okay. whether whether they decide to go with Kenneth okay. or Roy's or or, or or Vincent's spot at the hot spot, they know. Man, so. Kenneth is it, man. I don't know about what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh let me my see. god. Um uh, uh, thinking of your younger self, what is something that you wish someone would have told the younger Nigel Jennings? Uh, I felt like coming up, especially, you know, a young, young black male coming up in Arbor Hill, because originally when I first moved to Albany, originally I was born in Jamaica, but when we moved to Albany, I was about 10 years old, and uh, my dad was always back and forth you know, from Poughkeepsie, that's where we originally stayed at mm -hmm. when we first came to the States. We went from uh, 
uh, uh, Jamaica, Poughkeepsie, and then I moved up to Albany with my um my my father's uh, um stepmother. With my stepmother, excuse. Me. And uh, one thing I would say is that as a young male, because my father was always back and forth, if that we had a little bit more structure in male figures, positive male figures, I think I did a lot of things that. I probably shouldn't have done just trying to get approval. You know what I mean? Just trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to stamp myself as a male. Thought I was doing the macho thing, and you know what I'm saying? Because I, I know, I know myself. I know a lot of things I probably I wouldn't innately do if I wasn't in that environment. I felt like that environment kind of made me move a certain way that I felt. You know, I, I didn't have to move mm -hmm. that way, but it was like survival. So yeah. the younger self would tell me to try to remain you at all costs. Mm. Even if it, that means you might not fit in with everybody, you might be the, the, the needle in the haystack, you still go ahead and stick to your, 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 uh, your guns. Cause a lot of things I just, you know, like I said, I, I learned the hard way. Cause you know, I ain't had, had that certain mentor until I started obviously meeting up with you and stuff like that. You just, you, you, you learn from folks that they, they probably not, might not have the best way to tell you and you're going to, mm. you know, put yourself in some situations that you might not really supposed to be in, especially as a young man. Okay. Yeah, man. You know, that, I think that's one of the things that always stood out uh, uh, to me, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, even in your story, you know what I mean? It was just like, you know, so, uh, I've told my story uh, uh, time in and time in before. So, you know, I got kicked out of high school midway through my senior year at Albany High and I finished up at night school uh, as a result of carrying a knife, you know what I mean? Right. And just like, you know, so right. when that same or a similar situation happened uh, for you, right. it was right. just like, you know, it, it was like my world had came 360 and it was like, okay, well, you know what? You know, I know why God positioned me to go through my experiences is also right. to be able to speak up and advocate for somebody else who comes, who's coming behind me or, 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 or who's going through or facing a similar situation. So I'm glad your outcome was uh, um, a lot healthier and more positive than mine. And, you know, so sometimes you got to go through those experiences, though. But like you said earlier, it was just like, Jean, uh, 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 always, uh, my wife always tells me, you know her. Like, so, so Jean always tells me, uh, she's like, yo, you know, Tyrell, you know, whenever we go to certain places, your walk is different, right? <laughs> and she'd just be like, you know, you know, we go to Albany or we, or, yeah, or we go to some other type of way, you know, it's just like a different type of walk. So, so like when right. you were talking about like, you know, certain things that you had to do or uh, uh, you wish that you wouldn't have had to do, but it's, uh, you're a product of your environment when you're there, it was just like right. subconsciously that, that joint gets me all the time. So I know when, you know, I got to tighten up or I got to, I, 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 you know, I got to be A1. I got to be like, I don't know who might try me, who might not. And it's crazy how uh, those circumstances will affect how we behave or interact with other people. Yep, that's very true. Because even though like at 31 years old, you know, I escaped a lot of things from those environments, like you said, because I had a lot of support. And that's a key, key role because, I mean, I could change as much as I want to change, but those right individuals or the right resources that I needed for the outlet. Cause the thing about it, you gotta have those outlets when you need it. It ain't no good when you don't, it's like, he already gone, it's too late. Mm. But mm. you know, you, you, mm. you know, I was seeking yeah. those things and, and you caught me right when I was like, 
I'm like, I'm trying to make a change. I ain't trying to do all this no more. I don't want to be get caught up in this and that. So it's a, it's very important because I still adapt. Like as much yeah. as I'm, you know, moving up, that core Nigel of that how I grew up is always going to be in me because that's just the foundation of how I grew up. But I have learned how to, they call it code switching. You got to go in there, you talk. But as soon as I get off the phone, I talk to my, my brother. You understand how I'm talking? And, and we can relate, but we can also go in those rooms and still yeah. be able to speak very eloquently and very uh, diplomatically without causing any confusion or any fear, like, you know, misunderstanding because it's two different, uh, two different worlds. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, listen, man, it's, 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 it's part of, it's part of the evolution. It's part of the growth. Right. Uh, do you think education saved you or opened up doors for you? Uh, yeah, because it, yeah, yeah, no. And the reason why I say no, it's not that education is not a great asset. I learned a lot from education. It kept me busy. The reason why I say uh, yes is because it got me out of my environment. Mm. Um, what really saved me was seeking something else. I don't think it was necess necessary like um, a higher education that saved me, but I was seeking something that was positive. Mm overcome the alternate of what I, my reality was. So my reality was like, this is what it is. You already here. You might as well try this. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't go in your wrong. You already, this is the worst it's going to get right here. If it, it could get worse, but you already at this point right here. So I, I say education, what it really did was it kept me in an, another environment where I felt like I started over, like I was a baby again. Like, let me mm. see how this go, how folks move in this type of world and trying to adjust. And I was watching how, you know, different individuals from different walks of life, how they mingle with each other and how they do things, which I took that as well. And I learned and I made it a part of what I liked about whoever I into intertwined with and I said okay I love those aspects and the reason why I say no is because uh, uh, I felt like I was already going to be I already wanted like I already made up my mind I, I was going to do something regardless if I was going to do education or not military or I, I already made up my mind that I was going to do something that was going to be different from what my reality was so okay. uh, that's, that's why I, I answered the question that way Okay. Okay. No, no. Listen, I, I appreciate it. You know, it's, a, it's, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I right. think on, on the road to, to navigating uh, successfully, you know what I mean? Right. It's going to be a little bit of everything and a little bit of luck. You know what I mean? So, you know, some of my friends right. will say, nah, you know, I don't believe in luck. You know what I mean? It's just destined, you know, Hey, listen, I think it's a little bit of luck too. And a couple of minutes away could have been, a whole nother situation. A couple of That's minutes that way could have been a whole nother situation. So That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah man. But yeah, man, I think education is huge, man. Education, mm -hmm. it, it'll open up doors. And I've seen what it, uh, I've seen uh, uh, what it has done for you, too. So, but mm -hmm. I, I truly believe the second, the latter part of what you said, too, though, is like, you know, your mindset, you were determined. So you were going right. to, you were going to be something, whether you decided to go to the military whether you decided right. to do X, Y, and Z, 
the most important part was realizing that, you know, enough was enough for this. Exactly. So it's like, you know what I mean? I remember when you made that transition, you got the most improved student award uh, at, the, at the district. You know what I mean? He's like, nah, enough was enough. Biggest yeah, deal ever. That was my Kanye moment. Biggest <laughs> deal ever. I felt like Trump. This is going to be the best year ever after that. I was like, ain't no going back. I said, I got recognized in the whole county for being outstanding youth. I said, at this point, ain't no going back. I can't. Nice. Like, this, I, like, I just got nominated. I said, bro, I got to take it up from here. I'm going to turn up. But... Man, it, it, man, there's so many. Like sometimes I really be thinking about my life experiences, and and it'd be enough for me. I'd be like, man, I should like we would do a little smoke, like a movie, because I'd really be like, when I say from the trenches, it really came from that area where you really like trying to make a way and then trying to be positive. Because it's one thing sometimes. What happens is a lot of times with guys that's coming from these neighborhoods, and you don't even have to be. A tough guy. Sometimes you got guys that you 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 have to be tough, but you ain't necessarily gotta be a gang. You ain't no gangster, but you gotta know you you people gonna respect you because they know you ain't no sucker. Yeah. And the thing about it, coming from those environments, and you have to try to alternate between when to let things go. That's the hardest part. Mm. Letting to let things go because mm -hmm. everybody gonna. Man, if every time you want to turn up and go to 100, every time somebody do something that you feel like they wrong you, that's another situation you can put yourself in a situation. So you got to be emotionally intelligent every time you encounter something because the next time. person might not be thinking how you thinking. They might not be rational. They emotional. They're going to react to you off the emotion. You say something, you do something, that might just cause you to lose your life or might put you in a situation you might not want to be in. Now you're thinking, man, how I got myself here. So Knowing how to navigate those two, coming from that, man, that, that was like a, a major skill set. Knowing how to de-escalate mm. situations before they go mm. another route. Mm. Yeah, what's crazy is, you know, uh, um, uh, I was just watching the interview with Charlemagne and, uh, and, and Gucci. And I, had, and, and I ended up putting part of it on, uh, on my social media, right? And it's just like, right. you know, I love the growth. And, and, and Gucci, right? Because, you know, now you can hear him uh, enunciate his words or you can hear how articulate he really is. And right. it was just like, you know, yo, uh, uh, he had to learn from these experiences. He had to learn from uh, 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 the people that he chose to be around, the, the decisions that he chose to make. And, you know, uh, just to hear him say it, it was like, you know, he decided uh, after he had gotten uh, to the feds, he's like, you know, enough was enough for him. And just like, you know, being right. in the feds uh, changed his whole way of thinking. And it's just like, sometimes we got to see those stories of people that look just like us. And it's just like, oh, you know, well, I thought this was the path. I thought this was the avenue. But when you realize that, you know, sometimes keeping it too real, or keeping it too cool, don't get you nowhere. You can either yeah. you be at one of those crossroads again. It's like, you know what? Am I going to keep going down this path or am I going to do something different? And, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, some people stay down that path and some people do something different. And, you know, yeah. you, like, like you said, that was your Kanye moment, man. That was your Kanye yeah. moment. Just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, nah, yeah. you know, uh, actually, I'm a lot, I'm a lot smarter than what I've even allowed myself to embrace. And I think that's part of, that's part of the juggle. So some of it is our environment, 
but some of it is us just realizing that, you know I mean? We have a lot more to bring to the table. We might not have had the same exposure or resources, but once that light bulb gets turned on, ain't no turning back. So Gucci said that too. He was like, yo, once he realized that he can still be successful, he can still have the influence and, and not have to go to jail. He's like, listen, I wasn't going back to that at all. Right. So I, I, right. I heard that 100% when you just said that. It was like, wasn't no going back for me. It was just like, it's time to level up. I'm going to level up from right. there. I'm going to level up from there. And I'm going to level up until I decide to get to where I need to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. No, that's true, man. But that's a fact, man. I I, I got like, I don't, like a, I got a story I want to say, but I don't want to, um, I want you to still keep your flow with your questions. Say it, say it. Okay. So this is a, this is an example of like, this story is like really like tell you how cool and calm you have to be about certain things. And this is like what I was saying. I was already, I was already merging from trying to get out of the streets because I was rocking with dudes from downtown. We was old black. That's your old hood, Orange Street. It was, we call it old black, Illinois, you know, right there, boom. And I was coming from, I was working at Wendy's. This was my first job. My first job I was working at Wendy's. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something legit because I, I, I'm getting arrested, I'm getting probation all the time, I'm back and forth in Albany County, all types of stuff. You already know my paperwork wasn't even right. I'm wilding out, <laughs> tweak it out. I'll tweak, you know, I'm tweaking out. What's that? Boy, they will send me back. My, I got a whole green card. But I, I'm coming from a party. Me and Dave, we coming from actually we come from work because I got day job at Wendy's right on Western Ave, right there where Cross Case at. You know, yep. boom. We come from, we come from work. They live on the boulevard. He got his little homegirls. They live downstairs from there. They throw a little party. Mm. Right on the boulevard, right there by the silver slipper. Mm. All right, boom. We come from work. We already got, like, this time when they had the capes on and all that. You know, everybody's rocking mm. those, those army case, the black mm. joints. So I got my joint from work. All I did was zip up my hoodie. So you ain't know I was at work. We went right to the party. We caught some, well, they caught us. Some dudes from uptown came right in the party. Mm. They already know me from hanging with the dudes I hang with. Mm. So he got the ups on me. I come out the party. All these guys is out there. Mm. Everybody out there. They said, oh, you Nige? Da, 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 da. He back out on me. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Pull, mm. Back out. Mm. Back out the back out the pistol on me. Whole time. Cock it on me. Right there. For everybody. Now, this is how much I'm thinking about how I'm going to handle the situation. Mm. Everybody out there, everybody see, everybody already see what's going on. He got the ups on me. He, I know how, I know how I go in, in the street mind. Like we gonna see if you gonna, you saw, we gonna have you out here looking. You know what I'm saying? You're trying mm. to pull your card, all types of stuff, make you look real. You know what I mean? Like that's how mm. I go. Like that's the whole point of you doing all that because I know you trying to expose me. Because real dudes, they ain't gonna do all that if they ain't gonna. You know mm. what I mean? If they ain't gonna. Ain't gonna let it go yeah. on you. So yeah. I, I know he just trying to. I I mean he probably if I push it he probably gonna pull it just cause mm. he like now you testing me in front of everybody. Mm. Now you trying to see if I'm you know what I'm saying. So he back out on me. I, I saying yeah heard you were talking crazy. I should I should clear you right now. Mm. I ain't got too much to say cause I already know if I go ahead and say anything mm. too crazy. He gonna go ahead and take it as a challenge. 
and I know boy, I, I know homeboy anyway. I, from from up 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 time and all that. So I, I I'm just I'm I'm just gonna I'm, I'm not even trying to be tough. I'm like, bro, if you're gonna do what you're gonna do, bro, just do what you're gonna do. And I even trying to tell him to do what he's gonna do. But I, I gotta I gotta let him know that I'm not gonna just go Out certain way. Yeah, because if yeah. he see that, then he like, all right, bro, now give me what you, now give it all up now. Since we know you like all right, I know you ain't gonna come back because you already showed me you, you, you your mm -hmm. your whole car, bro. You you ain't even about all that. Like, so I'm letting them know you're gonna do what you're gonna do, do what you're gonna do, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do all that running. I mean, like we you gonna do what you gonna do, do what you gonna do right now, dog. Hmm. So, long story short, okay, he end up putting it back. Ah, uh, you lucky. Uh, uh, uh. Everybody done see. Now it looks crazy for him, cause now you did all that, and you ain't really, you ain't do hmm. nothing. And this is how the streets go. You know what hmm. I'm saying? You did all that woofing, and you hmm. ain't really go ahead and do nothing. But in my mind. I felt like that was the best way to handle it just because I know if I would have went about it a different way, mm -hmm. you know, you weak. You if you, if they look if you look like you are easy prey, you are easy prey. You're going they're going to try to you know how it is. They're going to try to take whatever you can got and the whole hood going the whole hood going to clown you. You know what I'm saying? Not even if you, they did nothing, they just going to clown you cuz they like, "Ah, oh, bro, I remember that time homeboys are ran down on you and you ain't do nothing." Nah, bro, still, bro, still tall on that. Bro ain't, bro ain't back down. Bro ain't try to. You try to make him tuck his tail, bro. <laughs> you gonna do what you gonna do, bro? At that point, it's on you. That's a dangerous. That's mm -hmm. a dangerous game. Mm -hmm. But it can go. It can go one or two it ways. Go, it, it, it's go one or two ways. And this is what I'm saying about how you gotta move in in the hood. It's like so crazy because. <clears throat> I mean, luckily, homeboy wasn't even on that type of time. But I was already touched. I was testing the temperature, how much he was just yapping and going. I said, all right, bro, you kind of going on and on and on. If I knew you was going to do your thing, you would have did it already. But you still trying to preach to me about, ah, ah I should do this or should do that. So, boom, I, I, he, he ended up backing off his homeboys, you know, dipped off and this and that. And I caught him by himself. One day, mm. and I and I and I this my I could have had I could have had the opportunity to do whatever I felt like I want to do to him, but I end up because I was already adjusting, trying to finish up my um my my my, uh, my schooling at um getting ready to go to Hudson Valley and everything yeah. and do my thing. So I, I let it slide. This is what I'm this is like letting it slide. Mm -hmm. And the, and the reason why I let it slide was because I knew if I would have did that. It would have brought me right back. It would have brought me right back to where I was at in the in the get go. Mm -hmm. So I'm right back in the mix because now I done went from zero to hundred over that situation because I couldn't let it go with my pride. Mm -hmm. And those are the type of situations what I'm talking about where you got to know how to move. Mm -hmm. You got to know what to say. Nah, is that really worth it? Yeah, let it go. Yeah, listen, and you know I me. Mean, that's a that's a that that's a lesson. That you know, what I mean, uh, even as adults, uh, 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 still plays out. Let alone for for young adults, for uh, for teenagers, uh, where 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 you constantly got testosterone going and it's egos, and it's just like you know, you ain't gonna play me in front of them. So you know, what I mean, learning how to 
outlived that. You know what I mean? I always I always look at uh, 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 the music scene. You know what I mean? You look at like Pac, you look at Biggie and all of this stuff, you're right? I'm gonna be like, you know, I can only imagine what Pac would have grown to, you know what I mean, as a man, you know what I mean, had he been able to pipe it down a little bit or right. be like, you know what? I know everybody wants me to do that or everybody wants me to go that way, but nah, I already know where that's gonna go. You know what I mean? But sometimes right. you got to go through experiences to really realize how to, like you said, gauge the temperature of the situation. Right. It's like, this can get all the way wrong real fast. Right. And it's just like, and it's yeah. worth it. And so you, yeah. you got to size things up in real time and 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 and, 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 and it might be game over. Yeah, yeah. So, Big time. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, you know what I mean? No, I, I, I appreciate it and, 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 and I, I, I know, you know what I mean? Uh, you're telling 100% the truth because it's just like, you got to size up these situations, but hopefully, you know what I mean, the goal is to get to a point where you realize that, you know, it becomes second nature to yeah. survive those situations and realize oh, yeah. that you as a person, Naiju, is worth way more than a reputation or an ego or trying to prove something. Nah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. if I was to go out here over that, you know, I didn't get a chance to write my story yet. You know That's what I mean? You know what I mean, I said that uh, in an interview with um, uh, um, uh, uh, one of uh, one of my earlier interviews. Uh, 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 she, she, her and her, her and her friend do a, a, a podcast called the 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 Real Therapist for the Culture. Uh, uh, Doctor right. Shug. Uh, there you go, uh, uh, Doctor uh, Lipscomb. Uh, she actually right. teaches at Morgan. But, you know, one thing I told her, I was like, yo, even when I was young, I realized I didn't just want to end up on a T-shirt. You know what I mean? I didn't want to end up on a T-shirt. And it was just like, like even in that, that that moment you just described, it was just like, you know, I know I got my ego to hold on to. I know shorties is looking at how I'm going to respond. I know dudes is looking at how I'm going to respond. But like you said, right. that can go all the way left real fast. You know what I mean? So by the grace of God, you got up out of there. And, right. uh, you know... You're here, and you got a chance to see what life is like after that. You know what I mean? It's a lot bigger than the boulevard. It's a lot bigger than L and O. You know what I mean? You right. done been all over the world now. You know, I, I right. think, I think you traveled to like seven, eight countries in like in like yeah. ten days, ten, eleven days. So imagine yeah. your story right. being stopped on the boulevard over nothing. Yeah, you know, when you're that young, you don't really see you. And I think that, you know, when you're transitioning, you can't really see, like, I can't see Nigel from 10 years from now. I can visualize it. I can say where I want to be. But, you know, life has a way of unfolding in front of you and saying, this is how it's going to play out. I mean, we had plenty of conversations about things when I was, yeah. like, not feeling at my ultimate best with situations, relationships. Like, bro, stick it out. Do this. Do that. Boom, 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 boom. That's too going past. And it has. And then when you're in a better situation, you... uh yeah. Financially, mentally, things change. But not uh, being stuck in the moment and focusing on that moment and just how you are, who you are in the moment and not looking at who you want to be for the future can cause you a lot of uh, pain, suffering, and also your life being taken away and having like too much pride. So I, I already knew once I was making that adjustment and I was trying to make myself into another, uh, not say another individual, into a better individual who I really wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? 
the, who I was in the streets is not necessarily who I wanted to. That's who I had to be. I felt like it was more, I had to be this way. I wanted to be a nice guy. I wanted to, but the streets that made you into this type of person because the environment is so toxic, you become toxic <laughs> just from being in the environment. You know what I'm you saying? You to. around a whole bunch of, yeah, you become sick because you amongst the, and I ain't saying that like, you know, the hood is sick or nothing, but I'm just trying to use an analogy of like, you, 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 you gonna get caught up in it, even if you don't have no parts in it. So I realized that I got to separate myself from that and make a way for myself. I either find the right people to associate where I wanted to be. So yeah, it's game changer, man. It's like, man, I'm, I'm really blessed. A lot of things didn't happen for me that I was waiting for. A lot of good things came my way. And I was just yeah. like, man, ain't no stopping. Like, we, we yeah. just going to up it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, uh, I, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 um, uh, in your experiences, um, because one, I also know that, you know, you have some unique experiences. Uh, I think, uh, when I first. Don't tell no I, crazy story, Ralph. Jesus I, God. <laughs> don't, don't do me like that. Worry. Everybody gonna see this, bro. Listen, listen, I, I, I ain't gonna uh, let him go at all. I ain't gonna let him go. Nah, but, nah uh, you can let him go. You have something though. Listen, right. you got some unique experiences because, you know, uh, I've seen your crowds, but I've also seen uh, uh, the amount of uh, uh, people who have been instrumental in your development. And it all and, right. it, and it wasn't always just black people. So it's right. going to lead to my next question. So right. uh, um, during your uh, early education between kindergarten through 12th grade, what role, if any, do you think racism played? Man, real story, bro. I first came to this country when I was about six years old. I lived down in Poughkeepsie, was in Poughkeepsie. Man, I don't even gonna say black folks is American racism, but why they call you African booty scratcher when you come from Jamaica? <laughs> And I don't understand why they do you like that. But I love my folks. It just be jokes, man. Your accent heavy as hell. You know, you speaking that you, know, you speaking that that patois. They start saying, man, say three, say three, you say tree. Let me say Miss Moan, three of them. They say, oh Jesus, we got ourselves a Jamaica up in the bed. Tommy, we gonna cook his ass tonight. <laughs> but um when I was younger, I, I never really, you know, it's hard to understand racism. Uh, when you were a kid, because you don't necessarily understand it, you know, you don't know why. So it can be misinterpreted as something else, because you got to interpret it. You got to know, you got to know what it is when you see it. So I feel when I was, when I was kid, when I was a kid, I never really felt, I never really felt any racism, not because I didn't experience it. I had no idea it was someone was being racist, because it was discreet. It never was like someone just like say something to me. But it's all about maybe the treatment. And I, maybe I just thought, you know, somebody might not like you or things like that. But it wasn't until I was older. So I started gotcha. seeing, like, you know, how race really play a role mm -hmm. in uh, 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 in your setting, your, 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 your employment, uh, school, mm -hmm. especially your housing. Especially yeah. you know how divided Albany is. You go from... One side of Lark Street, you in the hood, 
-hmm. And the other side of Lark Street, boy, you got doctors, lawyers, all mm -hmm. on that side. And it's just like, you just go a couple blocks down, it's a different type mm -hmm. of area. So where you live at, people can just say, oh, you from that side, they see where you're from. You, you, you Central Ave. The Central Ave, man. It's just like, it's, you know, you, you ex I definitely experienced that. I definitely did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, the reason why I ask is because, you know, um, uh, uh, I always say um, your experiences with other races uh, also will influence your your global view or your world view. And, mm. uh, you know, I think it's important because like like I know for me early on, you know, uh, I might not have had as much exposure to, to race. And I was like, e like, like, like even in Arbor Hills, it's like, yo, yeah. we have so much diversity that we don't really even understand amongst ourselves. It was just like, you know, right. every person, every person that I've met, you know, I'm gonna say some real ignorant stuff right now. You know, I've said it before right. too in an earlier interview, right. but it was so like, good. every person that I, every person I met, you know what I mean? That wasn't just black, but it spoke with an accent. I thought they all were Jamaican. He was like, no, this person's Guyanese. You know what I mean? This, this person is Haitian. This person right. is, or, you know what I mean? It was just like, wow. So it's like, we wow. have so much diversity that I, I wish that we could really celebrate and understand more doing like more cultural, uh, cultural events in Albany. Imagine like doing a block party, a cultural block party on, on Second and Judd, where it's just right. like, you know, you get to taste the foods from all of these different cultures. And it was just like, cause we got all of it right here in Albany, but it's That's like true. a lot of times, you know what I mean? We busy making jokes instead of trying to embrace and understand diversity and culture. And that includes white too, you know what I mean? Cause it's some right. beautiful white people, some beautiful black people, and there's some bad of, of, of both of us too, you know what I mean? Right. But uh, uh, being able to celebrate the beauty uh, uh, and, 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 and the people and the diversity of people who want to be uh, explored and, 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 and shared. You know what I mean? We got yeah. way more in common than, uh, uh, than uh, what separates us uh, in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? That's I, very true. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I can go ahead and well, I can tell you what really, I think another way to give you a, uh, I'll give you another uh, answer to race and I will say how race helped my a level of awareness, mm -hmm. being able to adjust with a diverse different uh, diverse group of crowds, especially at my age now in the, my work field, and just in general, being just traveling all over. As you know, I, I like to travel. I got my mom. My mom lives over in London. I, I'm always going over there now, checking up on her. Shout out, to Mama Europe. Love, Mama Love. You know, and I think because uh, I've seen a lot of people like white people really look out for me, especially when I was like, you know what I mean? I was going through my transitional phases. So they yeah. gonna catch me, I might go off because you, you, I might look at it like you trying to do this and that, but they still never gave up on me. And that's the thing about it. A lot of times finding someone to still try to understand you, even might not understand your culture, but they want to try to understand and they're not quick to write you off and try to say, well, you know, because it is. I mean, during your when you're young and you moving, I mean, the Nigel back then is not the same Nigel now. So if they would have wrote me off back then, you were pretty much writing off this now. Like you can't get this without going from that. So I, the support that I had and the time that they had to really invest in me and show me, like, listen, 
We want to help you. We want to see you do good. And they show me a lot of love, as you know, especially when I had that situation up with the, the immigration thing going on yeah. with the feds and I was held up in there. And a lot of folks came up to see me, you as well. And they had my back and support me. That was that was amazing. And that just show you how hard somebody going to go for you, regardless of the color of your skin. They went hard for me. So I can never really go ahead and say, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no white girl now, but you know what I'm saying? But I ain't never going to go ahead and say nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to never say nothing crazy. Because I, I had a lot of people that really showed me love and helped me out and really just invested in me because they seen the, the good in me. You know what I mean? I, I know Nigel could be a lot of things. Funny, goofy, silly, going to make jokes. He's, like, he's just a... This, but he also has this other side to him that, you know, he's a very caring and he's a very real person. He's a good friend, you know? So they seen that and they stuck with me and for that right there, it's hard not to give people a chance and just sit there and talk to folks and just say, man, even though we from different walks, we might have a lot of things in common. And I realized that about a lot of people, especially working in the hospitality field, because you meet all walks. You said, man, wow, you like this. Oh, I like that too. Oh, really? So it was dope. Okay. Okay. Real, yeah. I listen. Real, mm -hmm. real talk. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I got another one for you. Um, uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement isn't just about police brutality, but it's also about dismantling uh, systematic racism. If you were in charge of mobilizing uh, the Black community in Albany, uh, uh, what is one or uh, what would be the top two things that you would advocate for? Or you think we need to focus on as a Black community in Albany? First thing first, before we even, and this is just coming from someone that sees the issue because I'm in the issue because you know I mean right. growing up I, I can realize what the problem was because I know and 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 the people and the diversity of people who want to be uh explored and and and, and shared you know I mean we got yeah. way more in common than uh uh than uh, what separates us uh in a lot of ways you know I mean? that's very I true yeah that's very true um I can go ahead and well, I can tell you what really I think another way to give you a uh, I'll give you another uh, answer to race and I'll say how race helped my uh, level of awareness mm -hmm. being able to adjust with a diverse different uh, diverse group of crowds especially at my age now in the, my work field and just in general being just traveling all over as you know I, I like to travel I got my mom my mom lives over in London I, I'm always going over there now checking up on her Shout out to your, mama, love. mama love you know and i think because uh i've seen a lot of people like white people really look out for me especially when i was like you know what i mean i was going through my transitional phases so they're yeah. gonna catch me i might go off because you, you i might look at it like you trying to do this and that but they still never gave up on me and that's the thing about it a lot of times Finding someone to still try to understand you, even might not understand your culture, but they want to try to understand and they're not quick to write you off and try to say, well, you know, because it is, I mean, during your, when you're young and you moving, I mean, the Nigel back then is not the same Nigel now. So if they would have wrote me off back then, you were pretty much writing off this now. Like you can't get this without going from that. So I, the support that I had and the time that they had to really, invest in me and show me like listen we want to help you we want to see you do good and they show me a lot of love as you know 
especially when I had that situation up with the, the immigration thing going on yeah. with the feds and I was held up in there and a lot of folks came up to see me, you as well, and they had my back and support me. That was that was amazing. And that just show you how hard somebody gonna go for you regardless of the color of your skin. They went hard for me. So I can never really go ahead and say, I, I you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no white girl now, but you know what I'm saying? But I ain't never gonna go ahead and say <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna never say nothing crazy. Cause yeah. I had a lot, I had a lot of people that really showed me love and helped me out and really just invested in me because they seen the, the good in me. You know what I mean? I, I know Nigel could be a lot of things. Funny, goofy, silly, gonna make jokes. He's like, he's just a this, but he also has this other side to him that, you know, he's a very caring and he's a very real person. He's a good friend, you know. So they seen that and they stuck with me. And for that right there, it's hard not to give people a chance and just sit there and talk to folks and just say, man. Even though we from different walks, we might have a lot of things in common. And I realized that about a lot of people, especially working in the hospitality field, because you meet all walks. You said, man, wow, you like this. Oh, I like that, too. Oh, really? So it was dope. Okay. Okay. Real. Yeah. I listen. Real, mm -hmm. real talk. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I got another one for you. Um, uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement isn't just about police brutality but it's also about dismantling uh, systematic racism. If you were in charge of mobilizing uh, the black community in Albany, uh, uh, what is one or, uh, what would be the top two things that you would advocate for or you think we need to focus on as a black community in Albany? First thing first, before we even, and this is just coming from someone that sees the issue because I'm in the issue because you know I mean right. growing up I, I can realize what the problem was because I know what we didn't have it's easy to tell I ain't got dishes in my house because I actually live now you ain't gonna tell you ain't yeah I can tell yeah. you what we don't got so the first thing first what has to come from the black community is uh uh the bond of coming together we gotta come together f with each other in the sense that we gotta stop looking at issues as individual issues we got to stop looking at police issues as one thing and then a black on black as another thing. We got to look at it as the same uh, 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 attack on, um, um, on black lives. And the reason why I say that is because we want the same energy. Mm. We want it to be the same energy when it's this way and we want the same energy when it's this way. That's a big part of the uh, uh, bring it together so we can actually move forward as a, a, a race to be able to get these objectives done, as you can say, for systematic and all, all systematic, you know, uh, criminal, any way, educational, any way that it can be um, affected where Black lives should matter on all platforms. But we, we really just have to come together and listen to each other. I think sometimes we, we might be saying the same thing. You might have a different approach to go about it, it's like a Malcolm and Martin mm -hmm. type of uh, uh, syndrome, where you want to do it this way and he want to do it this way, but you still trying to do it to get progress. So don't worry about the necessary mm -hmm. methods and not try to knock the next man for his method, but say, what's the overall objective? Well, Correct. the overall objective is still the same. You know, we still want the same thing. And I think once we come together and say, hey, if we got a problem with something that's happened with individuals that are not from our community, that don't represent us, that's happening to us as black individuals, 
and also that we feel like we're impacted on, we, we first have to unite. Mm. We have to, because you can't do anything without uniting. And even though you have Black Lives Matter as the movement, we need to make sure Black Lives Matter Correct. to us. We got to make it matter to us to the point where we unify so we can come together on all aspects, on financial, come together and say, hey, we're going to do this for us. When the situation is going on in the neighborhoods that's going on, shootings and this and that, whatever the case may be, we got to be the first one on, on, out on the line as black men protecting our own, showing that we actually, and, and it's tough because a lot of folks going to mm -hmm. say, hey, we're not going to do that. But you know how it is with sacrifices. You got to be out there on the front lines if you really going to have to make it. Sometimes you got to put yourself there make, and, and be that, uh, that frontier just so the next generation say, man, he re they really, really made a difference to try to mm -hmm. put us in a situation where we um, depending on ourselves and we not relying on somebody else's system to tell us how we want to be treated and how we should be treated and what we need to be done when we definitely have had so much progress 2020 now, but look at from 1940s, from segregation to uh, 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 um, from segregation to all the way up to now, you see that we still talking about similar issues of how we want to be um, treated the same. Yeah. So the unity aspect has to be there in order for us to really start controlling the narrative. Okay, you know, you know, you got you got to have that unity aspect, and I think that's a big part of it. Um, that's I, I know I probably skipped over your other two. No, that's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's my opinion. Okay. Okay. Uh, sadly, uh, mm -hmm. Albany has seen more and more violence, and our community has experienced a lot of loss over the past few years. Definitely 2020 by itself is going yeah. down as one of the worst years. Uh, what changes would you like to see in Albany? Uh, what is your hope for the city, Nye? Man, yeah, bro, it's been a lot, like you said. It's like the kids, it's like, man, their kids is on go time, man. They just, they just, I, I, you know, it starts at home, man. It's the upbringing is, it gotta be crazy. It's too many going on. It's like, I felt like it's worse than when we was coming up. In my opinion, it's like back to back to back to back. And I ain't never seen nothing like this, especially when I was coming up, wasn't like this bad, like back to back like that. And I, it's just a lack of, you know, that village, that aspect of, you know, hey, you do something wrong, the neighbor can say something. We still, like, I still yeah. came up to an area where you could get you could get checked by your neighbor. You could get checked. Somebody's going to tell, like, you know he was out there doing this and that. Oh, really? Now it's just like nobody want to say nothing. Everybody want to mind their business, I feel like. Yeah. And there's no community aspect of, of, of raising the kids. Mm. You know, I don't know if it's because of, you know, a single, single family household or just a lack of love, but you know, it all trickles down from somewhere. No kid yeah. want to be out there just going out there shooting folks just to be shooting. There's a lack of something. And I usually say just from my own experience, lack of love, you know, lack of father, lack of, a lack of uh, support. So if you, you don't have that for, for a lot of kids growing up, they get that from the brotherhood of the streets. 
Mm-hmm. They felt like they're part of something. When you were part of something bigger than yourself, you with the you with the, they called you with the gang, you with the the squad. You feel like you bigger than life. All right, I'm with the team. I'm with the set. You feel like you a part of something, and that type of camaraderie, if it was changed for something positive, would be really impactful. But mm-hmm. it's using for it's more for detriment. A lot of pain and suffering causing on a lot of people. Especially, yeah. you know, mothers and fathers losing their sons so early because of senseless shootings that could have been avoided when, you know, it all starts from home. And I know that for a fact because I was one of those kids. I'm not going to speak down on those kids because I knew I was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I could tell you what made me change. I got support. Somebody said, yo, bro, you ain't got to... They wasn't just talking. They was like, yo, you can... I'm going to show you... what." How to move, I come pick you up, scoop you. What's good? We go over here. That wasn't just giving me game, like, yeah, bro, you know you out here wild or not. Bro, I'm broke. I ain't got two dollars in my name. You keep telling me, man, got no- show me something else. You show somebody something else, you show them that you actually care about them. I promise you, they're gonna start changing slowly. Because the environment starts changing, they're gonna change their environment. They're gonna start to adapt to what they see now. You know, because everybody ain't going to be moving on their type of time. They say, oh, people actually, they ain't so guarded. They put their shoulders, all right, I can sit down. I can relax a little bit. I ain't got to be so tense. You know what I mean? I ain't got to walk around with a gun on me, worrying about somebody trying to shoot me. I can walk home knowing that I can get there safe. I ain't got to think about what's going to happen. It's going to change your mindset. And a lot of those kids is going through that trauma of those environments where they feel like, you know, I, I got to be a part of something. I got to do this and do that. I got to get my name up there and you know let let me reiterate the question though because i I just want to make sure i don't miss it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. what is your hope for the city though what how would you like to see uh uh, your city your hometown yeah once again a lot of uh a lot of uh it comes back to that support that village aspect you know you gotta have that i feel like you got to care about what's going on with the next guy. Same way you care about what's going on in your own house. And that's how I look at it. Because if you don't, what happens is that kid going to be the kid that's going to break in your house. Because you ain't uh-huh. care. You don't care about him. You don't care about you. That's the easier way to say. Gotcha. It's just going to be, it's just, you got to show, you got to show the kids love. You got to show them love. You got to show them they actually matter. Show them that, you know, you got to treat everybody as if you wanted to be treated. Just because, like, you know, uh-huh. these kids growing up. They're going to either get the positive or they're going to get the negative. They're going to get you. You ain't going to show them nothing. They're going to find out what they, they're going to like, all right, you ain't show me no love. You ain't this and that. And they're like, well, they're going to try to come up at you. And not all of them is like that. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's a survival situation when you're coming from those homes where you ain't got a lot of things going on. So the biggest changes is just. Really showing love, like how you did it, you know, what's the, the, the uh, what you did with Men of Model. That was the, the, the most impactful program that I was able to be a part of because I connected with so much. We did so much. We seen so much. And at the same time, you was a little older, but you were still close enough to the age group of where I understood and I connected with you and I seen how you was moving and I could relate to you because I know you came from the environment and you was already transitioning. I was like, if bro can do that, I'm about to get on this type of time and get focused and do this because I don't want to go that way. Hmm. So that's that's the key. Showing love. You show love, you're going to get love. 
I respect that. I respect mm-hmm. that. Yo, you, you know what I'm thinking of too? Uh, I remember uh, that first trip to Baltimore. Uh-huh. Uh, it might not have been your first trip, but I know for a lot of them, it was their first trip. It might have been your first trip too. So, oh, yeah. yo, yo. My first trip. Oh, yeah. Listen, yo, I remember uh, preparing y'all to go down to Baltimore. And, and, you know, I'm showing y'all different clips from The Wire. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, season four of The Wire is my joint. I'm I'm a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Wire I'm a Wire fan. Period. But season we four is my know. joint. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we get to Baltimore and uh, uh, we had finished whatever activities we were doing. Rest in peace, brother Youssef. I know uh, 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 he was instrumental in that too. Uh, right. But whatever activities we did during the day, at night it was like, all right. So some of us just pack up in, in the cars. And like, oh hey, yeah, you were out for that. Go, <laughs> Yo, yo, it was just like, yo, so many of y'all was so scared. It was like, yo, 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 they got the blue boxes up there on the lights. They got the blue boxes. That's a fact. Yeah, man, that dope. Uh, model was dope, man. Model was uh, dope. Uh, being able to go to the uh, to the monuments with you guys here in, in D.C. Uh, and just being able to get outside of Albany. You know what I mean? Getting up, getting outside of Albany changed my life. So, right. you know what I mean? That, that was one of the things that, you know, I wanted to be able to uh, expose you guys through. And by the grace of God, you know, I had enough resources and the right people who were giving me opportunities and funding uh, funding and money to be able to do that. So, you know, right. to be able to go to other states, to go to, to um, I mean, like to go to San Francisco, to go to, to Baltimore, to go to D.C., to, right. you know what I mean, to all these things were, were, were instrumental. So, you know what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm thankful uh, that we have stories like yours to be able to say, you know, yo, I came from the mud. I came from right here. I didn't stay right there, though. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? To, to see you in Florida, to see Trev in, in, in Florida, you know what I mean? It was just like, it's, it's, it's tremendous. It's dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%, man. You definitely did your thing with that program. It really helped me out a lot, bro. I was there all the time. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, brother. Uh, what do you say? The, 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 greatest, the greatest reward is just seeing you happy, healthy, and whole, brother. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. My next question for you for tonight is, uh, Nye, success is measured in many different ways. Uh, how do you measure success and how do you stay motivated when you face obstacles? That's actually a real good question. How do I measure success? Um, I feel like at this point, especially in my life, I think success changes as you start getting older and you start maturing, especially when you start obtaining the things you thought you wanted for success, right? So you mm. started getting the things you want and a lot of times for me, speak for myself, coming from where I come from, I thought success was financial. We always used to talk when I get my money right, wait till I get my money right. Wait till I get my I money get right. My wait, money, right? Bro, bro, you know how it go, bro. We Because we, you know what I mean? Going, coming from the hood, just like the trauma of always come, being not having it. Mm. Money is equate to success. Mm. Just like, I want to get my money. As soon as I get my money, you can't tell me nothing. You ain't going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to get what I got to get. I don't need nobody for nothing. I ain't going to ask you for nothing. I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do. And as I start getting older and moving into uh, financial stability in my life, I realize what I'm really happy about the most 
being around my friends, my family, kicking it, playing spades, just enjoying myself. And it ain't about the money. I just really just get happiness of seeing the people I came up with happy. And that really brings me joy, being in a safe environment where I can go ahead and take care of what I got to take care of for my friends or family, um, being in a good mental space, you know, and also just, uh, what do I say? Um, just being uh, productive, I say. Productive in the sense that uh, I'm doing positive things and I'm getting where I want to go. And it's not always like financial because now it's not even about like like financial all the way. It's like, of course, you want to get more money because more money equals to freedom and being able to do more. But there's other ways to be wealthy in life that's not monetary. So the wealth is coming from being around good folks, good energy. Energy is important, man. I love that, man. Energy is important. So if I, the energy, that's why me and you always rocking, bro. The energy always there, man. We always connected, even though, you know, we you talk to me about this, this and that, I can speak to you, be able to be myself, and you're going to treat me the same way. You ain't, ah, that's, bro, that's not. He's going to say what he's going to say, this and that, bro, going to say what he's going to say, and we still go ahead and move because the energy is right there. So that's always been a big aspect of like my happiness, keeping good people around you, keep okay. your circle small, stay away from suckers, like we say, sucker free. Sucker free. Sucker free, bro. Just not being around folks that ain't got no goodwill towards you and making sure that you can identify when people are using you and uh, or, or when people are using you or, or just not having your best interest. So navigating that as you start moving up the ladder and you're doing your thing to keep your peace. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me see. Um, what about your life's path are you most proud of? All right. Bruce, I'm going to give you a crazy, like, another crazy story, but I got like a, I, I got another <laughs> yeah. one. I got, I'm going to keep it real real because right now I'm, com I'm, I'm coming. Man, so... Mind you, I told you I came from Jamaica. My pops, when I came over, I had my green card. If y'all know what a green card is, y'all from Albany, I don't know. I thought I was from Albany the whole time. Yeah, I'm Jamaican, but y'all, I'm really from Albany. But I can turn that Jamaican on anytime I want when I'm around my folks. So I'm doing all the things I told you I was doing in the streets. Da -da 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 anytime they can send me back to Jamaica, because guess what? I ain't no citizen. Boom, boom, boom. I found that out later on in my life. And I got myself in some trouble, but... I was a youth at the time where it happened, so I kind of got like you know, little things brushed on the rug and things like that. And the whole time after I changed and adjusted into my uh, 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 my new uh, my my new lifestyle and leaving the streets alone, I wanted to get my citizenship. But after, especially, I got out of the uh, immigration. They wanted to send me back because I had the drug trafficking blah, 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 charge, and I was like, man. Y'all going to do this to me? And I was 16. Man, y'all going to go ahead and do that to me. Y'all know I ain't do nothing since three, 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 three years after this, man. Y'all going to still try to hold me up. And that's been hell when I was trying to go ahead and get through it and try to get it through that avenue of applying for it and, you know, mm -hmm. holding on, trying to get my, um, my citizenship. And when I finally got it, I said, man, y'all can't send me back no more. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like, oh, I'm about to act a fool now. Y'all ain't never seen Nigeria. You're going to find out. 
Man, I started going all over the world. I'm like, I'm going to flex on them now because I'm gone. But that was one of the biggest things that I could ever, like, really say I'm so proud of because I was, I never gave up, especially after, you know, they kept on trying to deny me. Oh, well, you know, you could be a citizen. You, you might, your dad's citizen. Oh, your record might hold you back, this and that. You know, I had the situation with homegirl in the basement said, oh, you were trying to beat me up, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, God, Jesus, like, can a brother get a break? I'm trying to be straight now. And Ron like, man, nah, Jesus, man, you just don't work. I said, Ron, I got to get up out of Albany. They trying to kill me up here, man. So I was so happy when I finally got my uh, my, uh, my my citizenship. I got my paperwork right. So I felt more comfortable. It's like I'm working towards bettering myself. And at any point, I felt like if any little trouble can happen, especially, you know, being black, man, and how things happen in, you know, the news, you see things, you can easily find yourself in a situation that could have easily been avoided just because you was in the wrong place at the wrong time. So having that citizenship really secured myself. That was the proudest thing, man. I was so happy when I got that, bro. I was so happy, man. Okay. So happy. Yeah, I still remember it like it was yesterday, man, driving up to Batavia. Uh, uh, and I, you know, we didn't know what to expect. I remember uh, right. uh, me and Malcolm stopped at um, Bob Evans. We stopped at Bob Evans to get something to eat, try to go ahead and prep for the joint. But, like, speaking to the federal judge in that case and all of that stuff was just like, yeah. holy jamoli, guess what? We just some black kids, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm from Arbor Hill. And I'm just like, you know, we're in position to help advocate and support somebody else's past. You know what I mean? From not being deterred or from not being deported. That was just like on a whole nother level of change. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that whole process for you, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, hearing you say that that's one of your proudest accomplishments, being able to obtain that for yourself. You know what I mean? It, it just adds a whole nother meaning uh, for me. So shout out to you. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. No, I appreciate y'all, man, for rocking with me and sticking with me through it, through it all, man, through the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations, the, you know, the, the, the fork in the road when you got to keep going and you keep going, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. You like, let me see. Yeah. Came uh, a long way, man. Came a long way, brother. Yeah. Came a long, long way. way. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but I got like, you know. Overall, like, what I really take, like, you know, between us is just, like, Albany was, I, I love Albany, I always got love for Albany, but, you know, really what support, like, I, what I really like about Albany is, like, I had so many connections between you, Malcolm, and just, like, you know, just being able to see the growth of you and your children, your wife, and how you transition, man, I, like, you be my go-to person, everybody, every time, it's like, what are you well, your mentor, right? He's doing good. He look at him. He's doing good. He got he over here doing. Well, you be like that. So I'm trying to get there, right? I'm trying to get there. Y'all gonna have to wait for me real quick. I said I just got myself together, right? They're gonna have to wait. I'm like, I know, but he's doing good. And I always use just my um my my uh my 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 uh my aspiration. And because I like where you're going. I like the direction where you're going. Like I said, you, you might not have to go every exact route where the person going, but you know it's going to be a good place. And having yeah. that stability and all that stuff, I'm like, man, I'm going to take it to the next level. I'm going to take it to the next level and take it to the next level. So 
it's always a big thing, man. You know, like you just being a part of my life and just rocking with me still. We still keep the connection. We still kick it. Not all the time, man, because you always ready to cut me off the phone, but I ain't going <laughs> to. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, man. Nothing, nothing can ever top. Imagine driving five and a half hours and we freestyle the entire way back from Baltimore to Kanye West. I mean, Facts. listen, you know what I mean? Facts. Right. You know what I mean? We freestyle the entire way from 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 Baltimore back to Albany. You know what I mean? That's that that should be in a Guinness Book of of, of world uh, of world records. You know what I mean? Bro, so good hey, times, look. man. Yeah. Good yeah. times, bro. Just good times, bro. We had fun, bro. Just having fun. Just like rapping, kicking it. That was our therapy, bro. We just be yeah, kicking yeah. it, just just letting it off the mind. Let it out. Just say what you gotta say, bro. Let it out. Let the yeah. beat talk. You know what I'm saying? And we still and, and we still do that. Like we just do it's yeah. so crazy. We don't have a routine, but it's just like a like a ritual. Yo, just go mm. ahead. I, I, we we freestyle mm. and have fun, bro. But you know, it just be fun, bro. We just be man. That's why I wish we'll, as soon as everything clears back up, bro, we yeah. really got to take a trip together, man. That's what I'm saying, Hawaii. Bro. That's what I, Hawaii. That's, you're really serious, all right? I'm serious, man. Listen, I'm all about that. I'm all, all about right, that, man. And right, actually, right. hold on. It's, it's going to lead me to my next question for you. I only got a couple more for you tonight. Right, right, right. How has traveling or relocation impacted uh, your worldview? Uh... Relocation from Albany to uh, Florida, one of the best thing I did. Mm. And for one, it taught me just how to separate myself, not from just my environment, from noise. I learned that word from communication class. They said there's some things called noise. Mm -hmm. And noise meaning that the distractions of what your environment that you left had uh, that could, you know, cause you to derail or get distracted or easily pull back in. And once I left that environment and, you know, because I finished SUNY and I was like, and I told you, I said, bro, I don't think I want to stay up here. Especially when you told me you was leaving. Bro said, I'm out. I said, you out? You mean we out? <laughs> You're not going to leave me up here, bro. By myself. He said, bro, you go. I'm like, bro, I'm gone, bro. I'm gone, man. I think I got you before that. I said, bro, I got you a Henny Black. I bought a Henny. I forgot what we got. I got you. I said, bro, I got a Henny Black. Henny Black. Henny Black. Dropped it over to the crib. We chopped it up, said, yeah, bro, I'm about to go down to Florida and this and that. And that was the best thing I did because it really helped me um, get myself together. And it forced me to really know how to just be by myself in the sense that I had to go ahead and create my own new reality of how mm -hmm. I wanted to be. Because you ain't got no friends that you can yep. easily just go back to. You just can't hang out with the same people. You, I had to go ahead and create the new. So that was great. Traveling on the other aspect. Man, I love it, bro. It's one of the best thing I ever. I be trying to get all the guys, all my friends, to still come. I got a couple, couple friends I brought with me to Thailand. I got one that came with me to, you know, London. Obviously, yep. I told yep. you about that situation, yep. right? But it felt really good to be able to see so many different people and how much they gravitate towards me, yep. and just how people just really rock with you. Man, people really be rocking with you. Oh, you from, you from, you from, you from, you from New York? You from America? You from this? You that? Oh, you Jamaican? And it's a lot of love. And you're just yeah. like, man, 
it ain't it ain't what it ain't what people really be thinking. How it ain't even like that. People really be showing a lot of love, and I love that, man. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. It's it's a game changer. It's a game changer because you know what I mean. It's the world is so much. Imagine, imagine being from Albany, not even going to Troy or Schenectady, right? Imagine right. being from Albany and never making it to New York City. You know what I mean? So imagine being from Albany and to say that, you know what, my light bulb was turned on and I have seen the world now. Like I said, to be able to say that I traveled to seven, eight different countries in, 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 in 10, 11 days, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's going down in the books, bro. That's going right. down in the books. And it's just like, yo, right. and I came from right here. So if anything, right. you know what I mean? You guys can look at me as inspiration. It's like, yo, I came from here. I didn't even know that I would be able to grow into a person that's doing all of these things. Fact. But it's just like, like you said earlier, it was like, you know, uh, you don't know what 15 years down the line looks like, but it's just like, now you can see, you know what I mean? Right. Yo, I'm glad I made that move or right. I'm glad I let that person go or I'm glad I, you know, I decided to take this opportunity. You know what I mean? It's like you live long enough, you can start to realize uh the 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 decisions of the choices that you make yep yep that's exactly letting that seed plant and then watching mm. it grow and you said oh man mm. that's an apple tree that's a pineapple tree you get to eat the fruits now because the decisions you made before now you can see uh uh the fruits of your labor coming from it and that's just in yeah. general about even just avoiding things too you avoid certain things yeah. and, and and not being so easy caught up in uh, other things but it was a blessing man just like this is a this is so much blessings coming from where i'm coming from and how you know you know i, I like my, my my pops he just recently came home yeah from doing a uh uh 16 uh 16 years in um downstate in green haven so you know what i mean not having that support system but Instead of me going like I, right, I ain't got the support system. I found other ways to get support mm -hmm. and planting other seeds other places. One thing I said, man, if I ain't got a family, I'm gonna make my own family. I'm gonna make people rock mm -hmm. with me. I'm gonna be likable. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be coachable. Yeah, I got, I, I gotta have a skill. I gotta make, I'm gonna make folks, you know, gravitate towards me so they can rock with me, so I can build a support system. Mm. You can't, you can't, you can't, and that's one thing I learned too. You can't be, you know, I can't be getting myself in trouble. And then nobody like you. Damn, yeah. bro, you in trouble. And nobody like you. Who gonna bail you out, bro, bro? <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna come for you, bro, bro. Ain't nobody rocking with you, bro. You, <laughs> you killing yourself, bro. That's a double standard right there, bro. So one thing I learned, I said, man, you gotta make folks like you. You gotta be likable. Yeah. You gotta be somebody that people can gravitate towards and say, man, this kid, he got he got something going on for himself. He, he a good kid. And I'm being genuine, too. Just yeah, be yeah. genuine. Yeah. You don't have to try to make it into what you is, but just be be someone that's offering something, be an asset to folks, and, and try to try to just be a good person. And it, and it played out in my favor in the long run with the people that I have in my life, because I have really great quality friends and great quality. Yeah. Uh, 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 I even call you a mentor. You my big, big bro, big dog. That's, yeah. a, that's 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 big dog. That's big bro. First wedding I ever been to in my life. Hmm. First wedding. I said, man, it was. Once again, changing, shifting. Now I've gone so many weddings now. It's like, boy, it's not yeah. clicking. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, you it was the first clicking of it. It's like, yo, introduce this, this and that, introducing that. So 
sometimes you always got to pay root to the, you know, you got to pay root to the, to the, to the, to the, to the teacher, the, the person that's paving the way and give them props to say, man, I can talk all that hot joint, how you, where you at now? But remember how who, yeah, bro, <laughs> don't forget who showed you the ropes and like fooled you. You ain't, you ain't got to act like you too good to say, you know, man, give bro his flowers and let him know. Yeah. Yo, I, I appreciate you, bro. Like all the time, I always big you up, man. It's just a lot of love, a lot of love, man. Like you genuinely, you just genuinely a good dude. You're a real one. You're always gonna be you. You're always gonna tell you facts. You know what I'm saying? I just love everything about you. Your family. It's just like I said, man. You can't regenerate these, 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 these energies, these connections. Because yeah. I never thought it was gonna be like this when I met you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you. I had no idea it was life was gonna go in the route it went. You know, I could say I want it to be like this, but you don't get to say who gets to stay and who goes. You know, you know the energy gonna speak for itself. The energy's in boom, and I was like, man, it's on from here. So, you know, I'm I'm just super blessed, bro. Super blessed, man. Yeah. Sometimes I like you said, yeah. luck, getting lucky. I got extremely lucky. A lot of luck, a lot of support. <laughs> yeah, because. The cards was in my line, bro. They looked out for boy. They said, "Look out for that boy." Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, listen, man. I got, I got a uh, uh, one other question for you. Um, actually, two. Uh, but right. the the, lat, uh, the last one is is, is real easy. Um, right. uh, uh, so, uh, are there any type of resources like apps, books, uh, motivational uh, uh, things that you follow? that you would like to recommend to the back community, to the Albany community? Uh, let's see, what's a good resource that I use, especially getting game? I like, you know what I like? I watch a lot of uh, interviews with, um, uh, uh, I, I watch a lot of interviews, one with Breakfast Club, because yep. they got different individuals that come on that platform, and I like to listen to different um different different uh, individuals that come from different aspects. So sometimes okay. they have an artist come up there, they have a politician come up there, and they have like executives from different companies that come up there, and they'll talk about uh, different different um, aspect. And uh, there's another podcast, Learn at Your Leisure. These two dudes, okay. they be kicking game on financial literacy and all that, mm -hmm. and I watch their podcast, and I get a lot of game from that as well. And I think that's really important because now we're in the digital age, like mm -hmm. I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to you like we really like. It feel like I'm just we just kicking it like normal. You know what I'm saying? It's like we just one of those guys is actually one of those guys is actually one of our financial advisors. So we got two. Oh but yeah, one actually. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ballhead homeboy or the uh, yeah uh, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. He looked like one of your line brothers. He looked like he could be one of your line brothers or something. Yeah. But, um, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't even take no, no, uh, no, uh, no credit for that connection. That one came right. from Gene. Uh, that but came yeah. From Gene? yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, I, I watch him and I love what he's doing because, like I said, you soaking in game. Yep. You ain't got to take everything in from everybody, but you can take in things like, oh, I like that. Apply it. Oh, I like that. Apply it. And uh, there's a there's another book that I, I I'm well, I already read it, but it's called um, highly, um, Seven Highly Effective Habits. Um, mm -hmm. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That right there is a great book because you always got to learn how to... I'm always learning how to dance the dance in different rooms and how to mm -hmm. adjust and how to pretty much be able to uh, 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 execute in the most efficient way in any, in any situation 
for the best outcome. Okay. And uh, reading these books tells you how to how, how to have you know win win situations where you win, the other person win, and yep. those 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 aspects right there. Always trying to improve. Always trying to improve on things you're not good at, and uh, that's what I've been stuck on, man. A lot of podcasts, interviews, you know, certain books and all that. So that's what that's where I'm at. Five love languages. Why you crazy? <laughs> you know I you know I ain't mentioned no relationship. I ain't mentioned nothing, but. <laughs> I, oh I, I my god, yeah, boy, I'm working, bro. I'm a working project. I'm trying to get together. That's one aspect, bro. I don't know what I do. I swear yep. that I do with my hostels. Oh my god, don't worry, man. We'll save that one for another one. I'll just mess yeah. with you. I, I know, I know you is. I know you is. Uh-huh. Listen, man, my, my, my final question before I let you go for the night. Now, uh, I always ask every person that I interview for back. Uh, if there was somebody that you would recommend me interview, and I always like to ask the people that I'm interviewing who they would recommend for me to interview next, because I don't know everybody. So, you know, right. I always like to ask the people that I interview, is there somebody that you would recommend for me to interview uh, for back? Who would it be? Uh, you know, my right-hand man, Hezekiah Morris, uh, my boy Hazy. Um, I think he'll be a great aspect as well. Another Albany guy came Love out. that guy. Okay. Similar, similar uh, uh, story coming out of the environments, and you know, different when it comes to like certain avenues, how he went about it. But once again, you know, he'd be able to give a lot of game about how he did a lot of things and just being positive and how he adjusted from the person he was 10, 10 15 years ago to the person he is now. So uh, I definitely think you should go ahead and give him a look. Okay. All right. All, All right. right, we'll do. Well, listen, back community, uh, uh, let's thank uh, Nigel Jennings uh, for sharing his story with us. Nye, you know, I love you, brother. Like I said, uh, uh, you're definitely a brother to me. So I appreciate you for, uh, for sharing your story because I think your story is going to, and it does resonate uh, with the Albany community, with the people that look just like you and I, to be able to motivate us to continue to do better. So shout out to you, bro. I'm absolutely proud of you. Uh, and, and keep doing uh, exactly what you're doing and leveling up. I appreciate you, bro. Take it easy, man. I appreciate you having me on the show as well, man. Bless up. All right, Sandy, you my boy, man. Have a good night. Hey, you too, man.